Welcome to another episode of Judgy Two Shoes. I am one of your hosts, Steve Hofstetter. And I'm Savannah. And together, we are the shoes that will be judging you, and judging ourselves, and judging stories that were submitted, and judging things from the internet, and judging always favorably. Our theme music. This is the part. Do we have theme music? Can we play the theme music while theme I do this? Theme music. Theme music. Theme okay. music. Did you find it? All right. So, uh, a lot has happened. So many Since things. the last episode. List them off. So many things happened. Uh, we went to your corporate Christmas party. So many things. <laughs> so many things oh, happened. Wait, wait, wait. We came home from the corporate Christmas party. Also true. It was an overnight trip. We had a very, very busy week. And we packed for Australia. That's the big deal. We go yeah. to Australia tomorrow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, well we go to LA tomorrow. To, yeah. Yeah, we go to LA tomorrow. We get there at like midnight. And then we spend... Most of a day in LA, we take a red eye to Australia. We get there, I think because of the international dateline, I think we get there like a month later. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking, we're taking a boat, we're taking an old fashioned boat. I'm taking seven weeks off work. Yes. <laughs> um, we're, we're going to Australia. We're very excited about it. And uh, we're also excited for this babate. This is a good one. Good babate. Yeah. What do we got? Best form, your favorite form of potato. What potato is the best potato? Um, I think our answers are going to be drastically different because I know that my favorite form of potato, you don't even enjoy. Ugh. Tater tots. That's disgusting. I love a good tater tot. It is, you get the, you get the saltiness of a good flavored fry, but it's like compact and I feel like there's more crisp to it. I cannot figure out why I do not like tater tots. I can't either because you like so many potato substances. Most of them. So many forms of potatoes. You're like, I'm on board, but not tater tots. Tater, I don't know if it's the consistency or the tape. There's something about tater tots that I think is just so gross and it like pisses me off. I'm a big fan of tater tots and tater tot adjacent things such as uh, the hash brown like things or the little potato you cakes. Mean yeah, you mean a flattened tater tot? Yes, a flattened tater tot. Like a tater tot that went through a car compactor. Listen, if I if I see one more restaurant, one yeah. more time, call those things hash browns, I'm going to lose it. It is ridiculous that they are called hash browns because typically when you think of hash browns, you think of like the breakfast potatoes. The sh no. The shredded the ones. The shredded, yeah. Yeah, the shredded ones that typically come with breakfast. Yeah. Like... The you don't usually get hash browns as a choice of a of a potato side, which I love a shredded hash brown. Yes, but you like a shredded hash brown to be burnt to a crisp. Well, just the outsides. Yeah, which is weird because that's part of what I like about a tater tot. It's just not get the same. the outside crispy, the inside not crispy. It's not the same. If done well, every now and then a place will mess up tater tots, and I'm just like, how? How these oh, are handed um, by to you. serving them. Okay, fine. Fine. I, I'm a big fan of potatoes in a lot of forms. But one of the things that I think is ridiculous is that tater tots on a menu are fairly rare. Like, they exist, but you can always get a side of fries. Every place... I have been to Chinese food places that have a side of fries. Yeah, because it's superior to tater tots. Well, that's just because you would rank tater tots. Is tater tots at the bottom of potatoes for you? 
Unless you're getting into sweet potato territory. Yeah, I mean of, of like a regular, like a potato made for humans. I think so. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Thank you. You're a very funny man. Thank you. I really, I, I really appreciate the acknowledgement. <laughs> um, yeah, those of you who watch our Thanksgiving episode know how Savannah and I feel about sweet potatoes. But of just a regular potato, I think that, and, and we, make, we make potatoes at home, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to make tater tots at home. Because once I figured out the air fryer with, with fries, I like yeah. rarely order them out anymore. But I just, the tater tots are so good. They're so compact. And I would love, like, I, I have come to really love a good poutine. Yeah. I would love a tater tot poutine. Oh my God, that'd be so good. Poutine is also disgusting. Yeah, I I disagree. So, I think of like all of the wrongs. All the wrongs? You're the wrongest. Okay. I could could see that argument. Obviously. What is your potato choice? Obviously. And this is like universal. There is no way except for maybe my four-year-old nephew. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. All right. I think I like mashed potatoes way more than you like tater tots. Mashed potatoes, really good, especially when done well. And not, not when well done. That'd be very weird. Now, I will say, smashed potatoes, I, I hate. I so, hate smashed potatoes. So smashed potatoes are mashed potatoes that are lumpy? Lumpy, and they have um, the skins. Oh, yeah. I don't understand the idea of putting the skins in mashed potatoes. And before we get a single comment or DM that that's where the nutrients are, shut up. I don't care. Yeah. We're not talking about what is the healthiest potato. We're talking about what's the tastiest potato. Now, the thing about mashed potatoes that makes them tasty is that they are a conduit for other flavors. Yeah. Like, you mix stuff in. People do butter or... Or, I mean, you could mix the gravy right in, seasonings, all kinds of stuff. People ruin it. Yeah. Stop. If you're eating mashed potatoes and you're doing anything other than butter and salt, you're wrong. What are your no. thoughts? <laughs> Put a little, little bit of garlic. That's nice. Um, what are your thoughts on, because you are a very, like, pro- boxed or canned foods person yeah what are your thoughts on the instant potatoes like the just add water potatoes i think they're 57 times better than tater tots okay but where do you rank them in terms of the mashed potato family i mean probably on the lower end but i still enjoy a good instant mashed potato i i do too and i think i think part of it goes back to you know i've talked a lot before about poor habits Mm -hmm. and Boy, did instant mashed potatoes save me many times. Just having those in a box, and I would, uh, I would make them really, uh, I would stretch them a lot by using them as the starch. I say starch because I don't even know what's in them really, but um, I would. And I know this sounds disgusting to you, but um, I would do like I would stir fry some vegetables, yeah, and uh, maybe some small pieces of chicken, and just kind of put it all in. So you'd make like a mashed potato bowl? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's common. Yeah. And like, I'm a big fan of potatoes in general. I, here's another thing that should be on more menus. Potato Parmesan. Like eggplant Parmesan is a staple of any Italian restaurant. But oh man, put some sliced up potato in there instead. So good. So fantastic. I don't think I've ever had that. 
I've only had it like twice. It's so good. I'm sure it's way better than tater tots. All right, fair. All right. Well, I was just going to say that um, I think this is just another one of those times where I am just so right (laughs) that the internet can't handle it. Let me know. Yeah, I think think there are going to be a lot of people on the internet who are going to tell us that we're wrong because they're going to be fry people. And I think I think fries are basic. Fries are stupid. Also, they're good though. They're very good. Well, then we could get into like types of fries. Absolutely, there's waffle fries versus, and also potato wedges. What are you doing? You may as well be serving a potato. Like at that point, it's just That's you're just serving true. a quarter of a potato. Like I don't understand those big fat fries. Mm-hmm. Well, I do like steak fries, as I, long as they're cooked enough. They have, they have to, to be. be a, they have to be a little crunchy. They have to be very, very well seasoned and certainly yeah. cooked enough. And I've had my share of breakfast potatoes in a lot of different ways because I'm a big breakfast person. And sometimes it's really, really good. But I just, I do not think it compares to, I would love a good breakfast tater tot bowl. Oh my God, that'd be so good. What's your, what's your number two? Number two? Yeah, what's your second? Because my second might be mashed potatoes. Like, I, I like mashed potatoes way more than you like tater tots. So are you telling me? Yeah. That if you had... To choose one form of potato mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Tater tots is your number one? That's a different question. Because I think the best, to me, the best form of potato is tater tots. But the one that I think I would get least tired of would probably be french fries. Because they're, they're basic. <laughs> You're just <laughs> staring into my soul right I, now. I like, can't understand that at all. Um, my number two is a baked potato and again, just butter and salt. No, absolutely not. I would probably rank that in the work. That might be the bottom of my list. Baked potato is at the bottom of your list? A baked potato is at the bottom of my list. Is that why we never get a baked potato when we share sides? Probably because I don't enjoy it. I don't. What? It's just, it's just like almost mashed potatoes. No, because mashed potatoes are seasoned through. Whereas a baked potato, if like you put salt and butter on top, what happens when you eat that layer? You gotta do it again? Potato skins. And you're also, no, but, I and look, I know you love potato skins. That's another thing where like, the only thing I like about potato skins is that you cannot taste the potato skins. What? Because potato skins are a vessel, typically for cheese and bacon. <sighs> Everything about this is so upsetting. We might... We might not get married over this. I feel like you would leave me over this. Oh, thank you. At least I get the ring back. I think that's positive. (laughs) I think a baked potato is boring. I think a baked potato is, okay, and this is going to ruffle a lot of feathers here. It's the same reason I don't understand lobster. A baked potato is a vessel for toppings. It is not good by itself. It's simply not. It's boring by itself. If you don't season it, butter it, put stuff in it, then it just tastes bland. Okay, well then don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. But I mean the same way that like lobster is just a vessel for butter. Here's Here's the thing. I eat a lot of things. Just eat the butter. Okay, true. She ate the package the other day. It was real weird. Yeah. Just... So, 
right. All right. <laughs> You're coming at me now. No, but what is funny is, like, growing up, I was fairly spoiled. And, uh... I mean, according to the internet, you grew up wealthy. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, my dad would make baked potatoes. Yeah. But I always had a hard time, like, getting all of the potato out of the baked potato just because I was lazy, I think. Um, my dad started basically making, like, taking the potato and, like, scraping it all and, like, stirring it up with a bunch of butter and salt. And then just like leaving it in the potato. So I was basically just eating mashed potatoes out of a potato skin. That's so many things. First of all, that's your idea of spoiled. I enjoy that. That you're like, yeah, my dad would cook what I wanted. Very spoiled. But also, like, that's a potato version of a deviled egg. That is not the same thing as a hard-boiled egg. Because like with a deviled egg, it's, you know, you mix it up, you put the flavors in, and you put it back in. And that's what you're doing with a potato. You were just eating mashed potatoes in a baked potato shell. That's not the same thing. It's close enough. All right. I find baked potatoes to be very boring. Um, should we be great if we did like a whole ranking? We yeah. should do. We should do a potato March Madness. Stop it. <laughs> we should take 64 different ways of eating potatoes and have them battle each other. I bet that's online somewhere. Vote. Probably is. Yeah. I feel like, because uh, we could even put in some stuff like au gratin and things like that. Which I do enjoy. Yeah, absolutely I do. But, you know, again, ve good vehicle for cheese. Oh, potato soup. I like a good oh, What I like kind good of potato, potato soup? soup. Cream, uh, cream potato. Cream oh. potato soup. I also like a good uh, potato broccoli soup, too. I like a loaded baked potato soup. Yeah. Loaded potato soup or whatever. Cheesy. That's, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, potato cheese soup. That's good. I think a lot of the things are just how much cheese and butter can we have. But judged. Judged. And I want to hear from you in the comments because, it, I mean, I think there are going to be a lot of people who disagree with us. There are going to be a lot of people who take, who, who take umbrage to me calling fries basic uh, or saying that, you know, breakfast potatoes are pretty good, but not, not my thing. But tell us in the comments. All right. Let's do a story. Story time. Okay. Ooh, here's one that can get personal. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to split my mortgage? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to decide that this one is a yes because he doesn't even live there. Oh my Jesus. God. <laughs> Did you just pay for half of the mortgage? Yeah. Um, I think it's a fine idea. I'm going to guess it's a yes because... If you are splitting the mortgage, the person should get equity. Yeah. If the person is paying a small piece of the mortgage, that makes sense because it is, I mean, most of the mortgage is insurance anyway. Yeah. So, or not insurance, interest. interest. But there's, but there's interest, there's insurance, there's utilities, there's all kinds of different things that go into owning a home. And so asking for something instead of just letting someone freeload, I understand that. Yeah. But asking for a split. Yeah. I'm assuming split being 50-50. Yeah. Ready? I'm so ready. He, 27M, moved into my 30F house a bit ago, and we've been talking about whether he should contribute to my mortgage. He doesn't want to because if I were to sell it, he would not get any of the payout unless we get married, which is entirely possible someday. He only wants to pay for the, quote, things he uses, such as water, trash, electric, and Wi-Fi, 
but I'm thinking he also, quote-unquote, uses the house by living there for free, and I'd like for him to contribute to my monthly mortgage payment. Am I the asshole? P.S. He is very well-to-do financially, makes more than I do, so it's not like I'm pushing him past his means. P.P.S. Half the mortgage is 800 so it is a 50-50 thing. But that's also reasonable rent. That is reasonable rent. It, I guess it depends on where they are. Like, if it's something where they just have a very low mortgage because, uh, you know, maybe a lot of it's paid off on the principal and, you know, I mean, maybe they got the mortgage a long time ago. Yeah. There are a lot of factors that go into it. Um, or if it's, let's assume in this scenario that half the, or that the mortgage itself is comparable to rent. So for them to, or for this guy to live on his own, he'd have to pay about 1600 And by moving in, he's, he's asked to pay 800 What do you yeah. think? I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. Because, like, I've owned a house, and yeah. I've had people pay me rent. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, the idea of, and I understand it's a little different when you're a couple. Yeah. But the idea of, oh, you own this, and you would own it anyway, and therefore I should get to use it for free. Yeah. Eh, that's selfish. Yeah. Well, and also just, like, that's, that's, like you're, that's not helping, like, build a future with that person. That's a roommate. That is a roommate. Um, like. Or a like, really bad tenant. Well, and, and, and the other thing is, is like, I pay you rent. Yes. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm just like thinking in my head, like, but like, I don't necessarily believe that I deserve equity in your household. Like, I see both sides. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it in a little bit because I want to cover the story first. But oh, you there's do- more. You do pay. There, there's a twist. Um, oh, you didn't tell me that. There's a twist. Um, you, you pay a small part of the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tell the world I'm poor. No, I'm just I'm doing not poor. what I think. Just I'm just doing what I think is appropriate. So, if they're asking for half the mortgage and half the utilities, that's too much. Even if yeah. the mortgage seems to be a small amount. Um, that is too much because part of you paying the mortgage is you are creating equity and you do get more of a benefit for that. This is not a tenant. This is a partner that said the idea of paying nothing preposterous. I agree. Now 800 is, and again, I don't know where this is, but 800 is a very, very low, I guess the whole mortgage is 1600 Mm -hmm. because which is more than my mortgage was. Yeah, but if you factor in all these other bills, yeah. that's about 1600 I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of Wi-Fi you have. Yeah. But if they're paying if they're paying half the utilities, half the Wi-Fi, half of the like everything that goes with it, half the, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if they take care of their own lawn or they have some sort of landscaping. Maybe they pay for some sort of snow removal. Again, we don't know where this is. Right. Um, but are they you know, are they paying for things that break? Like one of the things about a house is maintenance. Yeah. Are they, you know, I mean, they're not paying for half the cost of a washer and dryer. They're not paying for half the cost of a fridge. Like there are a lot of other things that you have to buy when you buy a house. Yeah. And so I assume it's furnished. Mm-hmm. So asking them to pay, I don't think 50-50 is okay, but asking them to pay 
for a piece of it, totally appropriate. I would agree. Yeah. Well, and also just like the, uh, it goes back to my whole idea of like you're building a life together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, especially if he, if he make if he truly does make more than she does, like the idea that he doesn't want to like make sure he sets her up financially well so that yeah like if they do get married and if they if they decide to join finances like oh she built up a savings or you know because if she could if he paid two hundred dollars a month which i still think is too low if he if he paid two hundred dollars a month and then she just saved two hundred dollars a month yeah like is that not something he thinks about like well i think that there are a lot of people who mistake protecting themselves for planning for the eventual breakup. Yeah. Like, there are people who, you know, they they bristle at the concept of sharing a bank account. Like, they, they yeah. don't understand that if you are building a life together, you will be doing things together. And the premise of, like, oh, well, this person paid for dinner this time, so we have to keep track of it. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a terrible way to live, and it's a terrible way to love somebody. Um, now I understand I say this from position of privilege, like I'm doing okay, but you still have to respect your partner enough, chip in something, not just the stuff, only the stuff I use. Well then don't sleep in the house. Yeah. Yeah. You're using that bed. Well, yeah. And I mean. Or that couch if you don't pay. Well, and again, I, again, I don't know what their entire situation is here. Like you said, you know, is he helping pay for maintenance and stuff? But yeah, I mean. Part of the point there is like, okay, when you have two people using a house, wear and tear is twice as much. Yes. Two people in a relationship in a house are more likely to get a pet than just one person. Yeah. And like that's like, it's just things like that. Yeah. The, the driveway cracks and you have to repair it. The, the roof eventually does the, the HVAC system. It's a ticking time bomb. It's a matter of time. I think if someone does not offer to pay some portion of the mortgage i wouldn't move in with them especially if they're more financially comfortable than the owner of the home yeah okay here's the twist and then we'll get more into our situation okay so the twist op is not the person in the situation wait what op is posting about his friend so he yes op was posting this to show his friend hey, you should be paying something. Yeah. OP confessed, basically, because people were calling them out on their comment history and being like, this isn't you. But they were like, it's not me, but I'm not making this up. I'm posting this about a friend of mine because the friend apparently said, I'm her boyfriend, not her tenant. I would break up with her if she wanted me to pay rent. Well, what if she wanted you to split renting an apartment with her? Would you break up with her then because she wanted you to be financially responsible for yourself? It sounds like maybe he's like jealous that she owns a house and he doesn't. I don't know. I can't. He or he's he's preparing a breakup fund. Here's the thing. That comment that he made. Yeah. I want the friend to show this to her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this says he only pays for half of utilities each month. That's all he pays, which that's crap. He should, he should pay something for it. That's wild. Yeah. Or how about this? At least pay half the interest. 
Yeah. Figure out the amortization and pay half the interest. It's not that hard to figure out. It's in the paperwork. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like it'd be pretty hard for this guy to figure it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think the guy who does not want to pay is the asshole. Yeah. Judged. Judged. But let's talk about ours a little bit more. Okay. So, the you pay, um, you pay about 20% of the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is because I have a home office and there are business expenses that go into this building. Um, yeah. And so it would be very unfair of me to ask you to pay for any of that. Um, but also, that's all you pay. You don't pay utilities or the trash or the landscaping or any of that stuff. Because... Because I'm a I terrible girlfriend. No, because <laughs> I would be taking care of that regardless. Yeah. And it is not your choice that I am paying for insanely fast internet. I am yeah. paying more for internet than most people would. Because I broadcast from home and I do things like that. And there are a lot of choices that I have made that would be unfair to put on you. Um, but that said, I would definitely have to think about it. Uh, the idea when you moved in, if you were like, no, I'm not paying for anything. I would, I would feel taken advantage of. Yeah. Especially because like, this is a very nice home and you are paying less then you were paying to rent your own place. Well, yeah, and that was my part was like, okay, I want to live with this guy that mm -hmm. I love very much, but if I had to pay more than I was paying for my apartment that I feel like I was paying too much for anyway, yeah, I would be like, I don't think this is the best decision for me. Yes. Now, I will warn you that each year we're going to look up what the apartment's going for. <laughs> and raise or lower the rent accordingly. Now, I think, and also, I mean, it, it's a little different. We are engaged, but when you moved in, we were not. Mm -mm. Um, we we had <laughs> we've been official for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but we also have known each other for a while. It wasn't two weeks, but it we was had, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, we had we had known each other for three years already. Yeah, but um. I understand the idea of like, okay, you, you need an escape hatch if things don't work out. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think anyone should be taken advantage of. And yes, I'm making more than you. And thus, I can afford more than you. Mm -hmm. And if I sell this place, I get 100% of it. Right. But it's something that like, once we get married, we're going to renegotiate all that and figure this stuff out. Yeah. And I don't know what shape it'll take. But I do think that so many people get into a relationship with, and they, they care more about their parachute than the flight. Yeah. Like, well, I take guess, the flight. And I guess what I don't understand, and we didn't do this math when I moved yeah. in. I just, I think we talked about what I could financially handle at the time and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But like. We also made it a round number to make it real easy. I know. I know. But like proportional yeah i do not understand why more people do not just do some basic math you don't have to you don't have to like you know technically my company gives me a car yeah. so like factoring that into my how much do i make about a year and how much about do you make a year yeah um because that would be really difficult if we got down into the nitty-gritty with you we'd have to do it every year <laughs> Yeah, it changes wildly. <laughs> and so, like, 
I don't understand why people can't do just basic math and be like, okay, this this is how much I make. This is all of my other expenses outside of living expenses. Yeah. Both sides. And then just like figure it out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Now there would be a lot of math to do. Like let's say let's say there's a gay couple and like one of them is significantly taller than the other, their clothes are gonna be more expensive. I'm so sick of you. So <laughs> point is be yeah. fair, be kind, and don't take advantage of your partner. All right. Judged. Judged. Let's do another. Speaking of being kind. Oh no. Whew, this is a doozy. Am I the asshole for suggesting my girlfriend needs to lose weight? Yes. Most likely, well, yes. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. And I'm going to say no. I tend to say yes because I think men are trash. <laughs> and like, and maybe it's because I'm chronically online, but like I never see men talking about women's weight in a positive way or like a nurturing way. It is, it is rare. The majority, and it's also part of the algorithm, the majority of what pops up is, you know, people being shitty. Yeah. That, you know. Thank God, or else this show wouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being <laughs> shitty, everybody. Um, but it is more likely that he was insensitive about it. When I first saw the subject, because I did read it, when I first saw the subject, I was thinking, because it's on Reddit, I was thinking this subject line could be a misdirect. This subject line could be something where people rush to judgment going, of course you're the asshole. You shouldn't say anything about her weight. Yeah. And then, as it turns out in the story, he was actually being nurturing and supportive because she wanted to exercise and he was being a good boyfriend and he wanted to like do that little switcheroo. Okay. Absolutely not. That is oh, not what happened. No. That is not what happened. Here we go. God. My girlfriend, 24 female, and I, 26 male, were out shopping for the day because she needed some new winter clothes. Now, recently, she's gained a fair bit of weight, going from a size 4 to a size 8, but it's whatever. I know she's not loving how she looks now, but she doesn't do anything about it. I've suggested she exercises, but she hadn't started yet. So far. So, so far, doing okay. Could be a misdirect. We'll yeah. see. Anyway, we had been traipsing around all day, and she couldn't find anything she liked or that fit well. Finally, we were in one shop, and she was trying on a jacket, and she couldn't get it on. When she looked at the tag, it was a size 16. She started crying because she couldn't get her arms properly in, and the fabric was stretching. Oh, boy. Mm. I grabbed the jacket off of her and balled it up, told her that I was fed up with this, and that she was disgusting me because she couldn't get into such a big size, and that she really needs to just go and exercise if she wants to fit into nice clothes again. This made her cry more. You think? I do wonder if I went a bit far, but it's always more the same. She never helps herself with exercise, yet always complains she's fat, and I'm always just so embarrassed when going to see mates and stuff because their girlfriends are all petite and slender. She keeps saying she's going to do something about it, but then doesn't, and when it comes to clothes, she just cries and makes life miserable for everyone. So I was wondering if I was the asshole and went too far. I just, I just want to go back three minutes ago. Yeah. And when I reconsidered that all men are trash. Yeah. I would like to slap myself in the face and be like, no, all men are trash. So a couple of things on this. I actually have a theory that this is a bait post. And in real life, the gender roles were reversed. 
and they're trying to do a oh so it's okay when mm. women say it about men etc but that's just a theory i have no idea based on this story if he were just saying i'm tired of her complaining about something she can change while doing nothing about it yeah yeah that's fair. That is fair. Absolutely. And that is true whether it is someone's weight or going back to school and getting a degree or applying for another job. or yeah. There are so many things that people do not take responsibility for and that drives me crazy. You are allowed to be upset about something in your life. You are not allowed to make other people miserable, miserable about it while you do nothing. Yeah. And also, um, I can't stand men. Fair. They I just are like, trash. I just like don't understand. I said they. <laughs> <laughs> I just like don't understand the point of the rest of the story. Um, the rest of the story is what made me think maybe this is a gender swap bait. Okay. But it'll if not, I mean, whether it is or it isn't, it shows he is vain. It is not about her complaining. It's about him being worried how she looks in his friend's eyes. Because mm -hmm. his friends are dating skinnier women. Um, it is just showing he's such a jerk. And look, even if you are fed up with how much she is complaining about her weight and doing nothing about it, she is crying. Yeah. She in public. In public. She has clearly hit a breaking point. And he reacts like a petulant child, balling up the jacket and like, oh, I can't believe I'm disgusted. You wouldn't fit into something like this. Ugh. I I hope she leaves him. I hope she starts working out. And I hope she ends up with her super hot uh, gym trainer. No, I hope she fucks his dad. Okay, fair. But I also hope... His dad is a super hot gym trainer. Yeah. I also hope that, that he just, win. I just hope that he perpetually has a pebble in his shoe. Yeah. This, this person is a total jerk. The idea that this per, that someone you allegedly love is going through emotional pain and your response is to create more pain. Yeah. Like that this made her cry more. Yeah. Why would yelling at her in public and telling her she's disgusting make her cry more? Who possibly could have seen that coming? It's 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 wild behavior. Yeah. Is this the plot to Shallow Hal? What's going on? Mm. I'm not quite sure. I don't know that reference. I'm old. This is absolutely you're the asshole. And I know we've joked about it before. You want to ball it up? I know we've... I know we've joked about it before, but the I'm, Am I the Asshole stories on Reddit typically fit into the two categories of either, of course you're not the asshole, but now you are because you posted this just for validation, or am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah, you obviously are. You freaking are. And this is in that second category. Yeah, goodbye. Uh, every now and then there's a morally ambiguous one, but not that. That was upsetting. Very upsetting. All right. Speaking of upsetting, uh, this one's a little long, okay. but it's good. 
Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law that she's leading a miserable and hollow life because she's child-free? Oh my god. A lot of these subject lines, I can think of a possibility why the person may not be the asshole right. when it's really obvious or may be the asshole when it seems to be really obvious. I cannot think of a scenario where this could possibly be an okay thing to say. I just, like, I think sometimes I feel like people with kids are, like, either jealous of people who don't have kids or, like, think, I, I just, like, can't figure it out, like, why people think that someone can't possibly be fulfilled without kids. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of people recently coming at uh, Chelsea Handler for that because she's, I think... Uh, late 40s or early 50s now and doesn't have kids and there were people being like look this is why she's so unhappy and she's like i am thrilled yeah and look obviously neither of us have kids we are biased however the idea that you can't see that someone else could be happy doing something you're not doing wild to me yeah well but that's it's the same people who then resent their kids or get mad at their kids for having an individual idea or personality or mm -hmm. it it's typically going to be those same people who don't let their kids be who they want to be yeah but also say that you have to have kids to be fulfilled i have thought of a reason how they could possibly not be the asshole i don't think it's what it is but the only way in my mind that they could not be the asshole is if the sister-in-law was talking about having a miserable and hollow life and couldn't figure out why and keeps wanting to babysit, then maybe, yeah. maybe they're like, well, I connected the dots. All right, ready? Yep. My 35M sister-in-law, Laura, 34F, is child-free. I'm married to her sister, Madison, 33F. Laura's not just child-free. She actually loathes children. Oh, already wrong. Including mine. She calls children crotch goblins and parasites who want to leech off of you, among other words. She was visiting us for a few days yesterday, and later when she noticed my two-year-old kid sleeping, she was like, oh look, the parasite's asleep then. I did not like her using such language, but both Madison and I kept quiet. She asked us whether he's about to, quote, scream or start a fight as she had to work, and that she doesn't want any disturbance. Madison responded by saying that she'd ensure she's not disturbed. Laura said, yeah, I hope that goblin doesn't ask for milk or anything. You'd better make sure that it's leached that out of you already. I got fed up at this point and told her, if you have a problem with my son, get the fuck out of my house. She appeared surprised and said it was just a joke. I told her that I did not think it was a joke, and she responded by saying, of course you don't, and said that it's not her problem, I am sensitive. She said that it's better to not have kids and that she was just pointing out reality. I lost my temper and said, yeah, and you're leading a miserable, hollow life yourself and would die pathetic. The first step would be to stop dyeing your hair blue. This is going all over the place. She flipped out, accusing me of being a controlling, interfering misogynist and that I am insulting her choices, etc. Madison was on my side, and in the end, she had to leave the house. Her parents are accusing me of insulting her over a joke, though, and she's not talking to us now. Am I the asshole? Oh, my God. I flipped. You flipped? I'm flipped. I still think this person is the asshole. I don't. I think... But uh, this is a case where everybody sucks here. Like... Yes. Is Laura going overboard? Absolutely. Is she pushing her child-free agenda on the parents? Absolutely. 
but you're leading a miserable hollow life yourself and would die pathetic and then and then insults her for dyeing her hair okay but you have to think yeah you have to think about it if someone was insulting me constantly yes do or... you think eventually you might fly off the handle i mean because like i can guarantee you if somebody's like consistently talking so poorly about my kid yeah. I don't even have one yet. And I think I would do worse. I think that there are I think that there are better ways of handling this to Well then you better step in if it ever happens. I absolutely would step in. But I wouldn't step in this way where it seems like he's just swinging until he hits something. Like the the if you have a problem with my son, get the fuck out of my house. Absolutely. Good for you. And then what you do is you open the door and you stand at it until she leaves. Nope. No? All right. What would you do? Something similar, although I would probably be more clever. Yeah. I mean, part of it is that he's not, he's not clever at all. But like, he did say they get the fuck out of my house. And then she was like, well, it's just a joke, blah, blah, blah. I think I would, I think I would lose it too. Well, and that's why in that scenario now I have it a little easier because I could be like, no, I professionally know what a joke is. In a court of law, yeah. I could testify on what a joke is and what a joke is. You're the expert witness. Yes, I absolutely could qualify as an expert witness. But still, I, at that point, just be like, it's a terrible joke. Might not even be a joke. It's one you've said repeatedly and one we have told you to stop saying. And if you do not stop, you leave. Simple as that. Now, here's the other thing, though. We don't know yeah. if she lives a hollow and miserable life. That is true. Like, we didn't get any background on that. So maybe she is constantly complaining or, you know, upset. Well, she or... did dye her hair blue, and apparently that's a sure sign of a hollow and miserable life. Okay. I'm not saying that he handled it perfectly. Yeah. What I am saying is, talk about my kid that way in front of my kid specifically. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I could handle, I don't think, I don't think I would handle it well. Yeah. Um, I, I do think, is Laura more of an asshole than he is? Yes. However, I still think he's being an asshole. The idea of saying you live a miserable and hollow life because you're child free. I mean, there are other ways to do that. There are ways to do it of saying like, maybe... Uh, if some, if you weren't such a miserable person, someone would want to fuck you. <laughs> like there are okay. other ways to say that. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But no, I think if you come after my kid or somebody that I love very deeply. Yeah. You're going to hurt as much as you can. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair. Specifically my kid. Yeah. Look, we don't have to agree on everything. I think that... I think just in the future, you need to know that you better handle it quickly. Yes, but I will handle it quickly. But part of... Because this will eventually happen, I'm sure. As we all know, my blue-haired sister, Laura, is going to come over. Um, I think that part of... And again, this is me being more of a long-term person. Is... If you really want to 
You really want to hurt her? You turn the whole damn family against her. You do not take a comparable shot to what she's taken. Otherwise... Oh, but see, that's premeditated murder. Well, it's premeditated revenge. It's not murder. Like, yeah, but you can... You, you can see where I was going with this. Yes, but I'm saying that, like, I am I am much more of a lose-the-battle-win-the-war person. No, I think he wins the war. You think he wins the war? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The parents seem to be taking Laura's side. I don't care about the parents. That's true. They might hate the parents. I don't know. Either way, we both agree that Laura is an asshole, but... Am I the only one that's saying that's saying everybody sucks? Yeah, because I don't. I think there have been be- there are better ways for him to handle it. Yeah. However, I think you don't fault somebody for a knee jerk reaction to someone hurting their kids. Can I throw a wrench into this? No. Can I throw a small pliers, perhaps? I'll think about it. Um, this is him telling the story. There's no way that it was as as unclever as this is. I don't think it went as smooth as, as he said. I don't think that, like, typically the person telling the story is going to highlight the worst behavior from the other person and the best from them. And in his own account, I think the best behavior was rash and not well thought out. So I think it's somewhere in the middle, and I think it's even worse. I disagree. All right. Judged. Judged. Tell us in the comments. What do you think? Uh, it's so rare that we disagree. It is <laughs> rare. Um, but, you know, I'm, I wanted to be stubborn there. Do we have time? <clears throat> do you think we have time for another? Or do we go to questions? We should go to questions. You go to questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever had a partner that has made you self-conscious about a part of your body? Or something physical um and like not accidentally one time but repeatedly no all right we might have time for one more story (laughs) um i just don't think i just don't get uh, i don't get long-term self-conscious okay or like long-term insecure. But are there things that you are insecure about physically? I say that knowing that there are things you're insecure about. Everybody's insecure about things. I mean... Like truly insecure? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that I'm like insecure about. There are things that like... Maybe if I could just change them like that yeah because i feel like if i was insecure about it i would just fix it okay fair i have some things that like yeah i would like to change if it took no work you know i understand that like top back of my head is thinning now it's not as big of a problem because i'm tall so a lot of people (laughs) don't see um but you know i know that yeah would i like a six-pack of course i would like a six-pack but the thing that I thought of for with me? that story. No, for me. Oh, I was like, with go ahead. Story. Tell the people what I should be insecure about. No, the thing that... <laughs> nothing, you're perfect. The thing that I thought of for me was I dated someone who... Look, I know 
I slouch. I am well aware that I slouch. I have tried some things to fix it. Um, I have made it a little bit better after I started working out. Instantly, it started getting better without even right. trying much just because I had some muscles in my back. Um, I have... Uh, my spine is a little curved. And it is something that, like, I was self-conscious about my height growing up um, because it made me different. And so I would kind of, like, shrug a little. You know, I didn't want to stand out. Now, every now and then, I will see a picture or video or something where I'm just like, oh, my, I need to stand up straighter. And especially seeing pictures of what my father became later in life. Yeah. Where, you know, he was, I think, two, three inches shorter than he used to be. And he wasn't like a frail old man. He died when he was 72. So I am already self-conscious about it. I am already aware of it. It is something that I would like to change. There is a difference between someone being like, I'm going to help you with that. And someone being like, stand up straight, stand up straight, stand up straight. And I dated someone who it was within probably... Third, third date maybe where I held back from blowing up because I wanted to be like you're not my fucking mother third date yeah and they had said it that much oh they they had said it they had they had like hinted at it on date one and then like by date three they were like comfortable enough that they had like said it multiple times and I was I was like we are done here because I I see a very big difference between trying to help someone with something they're self-conscious about and trying to make someone into the person that you want them to be. Yeah, because like, because like I've brought it up to you before mm -hmm. and sometimes I like do this thing where I'm just like, remember. Yeah, but usually you're doing that like when I'm filming mm -hmm. or like, you know, when I'm performing, if I have a big meeting or something like that, like the way you do it, you don't nag me. Yeah. You help. And there's a difference. And it's something that like lately I've been getting into doing like back exercises when I'm like, even when I'm waiting for an elevator in a hotel, I'll like stand against the wall and like do that thing. Yeah. And I'm getting a little bit better at it. And I think it's important to be supportive of the person that your partner wants to be, but not to mold them into the person that you want them to be. Yeah. And like, if that's important to you, that's like a decision you need to make on your own. Mm-hmm. And then you can have a very gentle conversation with your partner. Yeah. And if it's not something that they're willing to change, then you need to weigh whether or not that's important enough for you to end the relationship. Yeah. Like, who wants to be stuck in a relationship where they're just constantly having to tell the other person to do something or not to do something or... Yeah. Yeah, that's garbage. Absolute garbage. What's your question? My question for you, dear Steve... Have you ever either instigated or been attacked with a fight in public from a significant other? Ooh. I don't think... I can't think of a time when I have fought in public. First of all, rare that I... Rare that I get mad. Like, I... There are a lot of other negative emotions I feel often, mm -hmm. and whether it is frustrated or hurt or something like that, but to be genuinely mad is, it's something that 
it doesn't happen with me often. Um, I know. It's very frustrating. Yeah. It's the worst. Do you ever try to get a rise out of somebody who doesn't know how to rise? <laughs> it's the slumping. Yeah. Yeah. It's if, if I stood up straighter, you could get a rise out of me. Um, I, I typically can hold my tongue in when, when it's, when it would be inappropriate not to. Um, I am someone who has, you know, I mean, I grew up in Queens in the eighties. I'm a person who's very aware of my surroundings, um, mainly for safety, but I, and also I grew up in a home where like I couldn't curse even though I had a, a sailor's mouth outside the house. So yeah. like I'm able to switch it on and off pretty easily. Um, but also like, I just don't think that anything is so important from a fighting standpoint that you can't just wait a minute. Yeah. Till till you're in private. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever like been in a fight in public. I don't know. I guess I don't remember everything from every drunk night I've ever had. Well, and I mean, you and I, we have our disagreements, but we don't really fight much. Mm -mm. Like there are definitely people who are like oh, I love how passionate we are. We fight and then we make up. And I'm like, that divorce is going to be terrible. I feel like, I think you and I have had like less than five fights. Yeah, probably. We've had plenty of like disagreements or like, hey, this bothered me. Yeah, you like know. let's work on this thing. And then like, we just kind of feel shitty for a little bit and then we're fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the don't go to bed angry. We just haven't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like we've been like, no, we can't go to bed angry. It's like by the time yeah. it's time for bed, we're fine. Yeah, I don't think we've had anything that's lasted. No. No, there I mean there are people who have had like there are, there are friends of mine I know who fight constantly or have or fight every now and then but it's like a big one. Mhm. Mm um yeah, that's not me. The only public fight I can think of is a fake one that I I pulled with Sharon. <laughs> so yeah, my sister and I like the first time we were allowed to go into Manhattan ourselves. There was, a, there was a summer where we were staying home alone, and neither of, one of us was allowed to take the subway ourselves, but together we were allowed to go into the city. And oh, yeah, so, so like, both of you could get stolen. Absolutely. Well, that way, if one of us gets stolen, the other one could be like, ah. Yeah. And that'll solve everything. Yeah. So uh, I think it was more of like that way between the two of us, we're each half paying attention while yeah. what's going on. But... Um, so this summer we would, you know, we go into the city and this is the first time we like experience Manhattan at all. And, like how excited we were to go to FAO Schwartz and like just walk around all the toys and, and just to see the city was so exciting, but we had no money <laughs> and you know, we had enough money for like a cheap meal. Yeah. Slice of pizza, hot dog vendor, that kind of thing. But, and we're used to, like, a diner in Queens, where at the time, like, yeah, you could, you could get a grilled cheese for under 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. But we go to this place near Times Square, and we don't understand the idea of, like, a tourist trap. We're too young. And so we go in, and it just looks like a diner. And we go in, and we sit down, and we get the menus, and we're like what the hell is this? I mean, I'm talking more than 30 years ago 
and one egg, one scrambled egg was like $15. And we're like, we can't, we can't do this. What do we, what do we do? And at this point, like they had already brought us like our water and they brought out some like bread and butter. And I was like, what, what do we do? And we're kids. We don't realize that we could just be like, no thanks and get up and leave. So we staged a fight. So uh, Sharon gets up and just slams on the table and goes, well, fine. And then walks away. And then I just go, well, fine. And then I leave also. And then we just left. That's so adorable. We thought that that would save us more face than just being like, I'm so sorry. We're very poor. That's so funny. Yeah. That's, that was us as kids. That's adorable. Oh my God. My heart. I love, (laughs) I love your sister so much. She's great. Yeah. And you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to. Look, I have always been the afterthought of the family. I get it. Um, so yeah, that's the closest I've ever had to a to an in public fight. It's wild. Yeah, I would love it if like it turns out someone who saw me fighting with an ex was watching this and was like, "Wait, what about?" Because, but I, I really, I really don't think I, I had. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what would make it so funny is like you don't remember. No, I don't. Yeah, no, it was not important to me. Sorry, it was not important to me at all. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess there, there have been a time where, where like I was on the road in the car with like another comedian and like had a very, uh, not great phone call. But even then I've been like, Hey, I'm in the car with someone. Yeah. Like I'm still, and, and all I'm doing for the most part is, uh huh. Yeah. Because I just, I just don't think it is, I don't think it's appropriate to put that into someone else's day. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like, I don't, I really hope that like I never say something that I regret or that I don't wish, like I wish I could take back. Yeah. Like I never want to do that. But if I do do that, I would like that to be in private and so that like it doesn't embarrass my partner Or it doesn't embarrass... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm known to just talk. I... There's something I've always found weird about how some people fight. I have said hurtful things. I have accidentally said hurtful things. I have said things that I know would hurt the person, but I think it's important for me to say. What I have never done in my life, as far as I know, is said something I know was untrue just to be hurtful. Yeah. And there are people who will be like, oh, you know, I just said that because we were fighting and I want to like, but no. Yeah. Then you're a liar. And then how can someone take anything you say seriously? Right. Like if we're, if we're fighting, like I want to be right in the end. So I might as well just use the ammo I have and not make up any. Yeah. Yeah. If you... If you're saying something, just like the people who are, um, oh my God, there was someone I dated once. How who dare you? I know. So I did a joke on stage about someone asked me during a Q&A about my worst sexual experience. And I told a story. A person who thought it was about her, <gasps> but it wasn't, reached out to me. And, 
oh, well, you were terrible in bed and how, do, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote back and I go, nice to hear from you. Wasn't about you. This is who it was about. And immediately she writes back, I'm so sorry. I, I actually had a wonderful time and I just said that to hurt you. And I'm like, well, it, first of all, it didn't hurt because I know that's not what you thought. Yeah. <laughs> like, And second of all, have a good one. Never going to speak to you again. Yeah. That's wild behavior. Yes. Not only is it wild that they thought it was about them, which Why already... Why ask me? Like, hey, that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. Like, was that about... And it's like, no. It was yeah. something that like a little bit of similarity, but not much. I can even... Yeah. I can even like be like... I, like, I could see like asking if it was about them. And then if it was about them, then being like, I would really appreciate it if maybe you didn't tell that story on stage again or yeah. whatever. Which yeah. I don't think they have a right to necessarily ask for that, but... Yeah. Or ask for a... Or um, get the answer they want out of it, but... Yeah. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah. Absolutely wild. I have no idea what ever happened to that person. I cannot even remember her name. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, Steve, you have anything to tell these people? Yes. Australia. Um, we're going to Australia. And New Zealand. Sorry, I always say Australia. It's just because two of the weeks are in, most of the shows are in Australia, and then we have four in New Zealand. But um, if you know anyone in Australia or New Zealand, tell them to get the tickets. Playing the freaking Sydney Opera House. And then, for those of you in the States, um, I have already announced, I think, 40 tour dates for next year, and more of them are coming. Check my website, and always get tickets off of the link on my website. You can get tickets off the link on my website or the venue's website. Never just Google my name in a city because you will get a ticket broker who is stealing from you. Mm -hmm. You will not see the show and you will pay 10 times as much as the show actually costs. Um, so just... It happened to my family. Yes. Someone in Savannah's family Googled and just bought very expensive tickets that were unnecessarily expensive. So... Yeah, he's good. He's not that good. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not like box seats at the stadium. <laughs> So uh, check out the shows and, of course, review the podcast. The way podcasts like this work is the best advertising is word of mouth. Tell your friends. Share an episode with them. Share a clip with them. And, of course, uh, give us a review. Go to judgy2shoes.com to review us on Apple, but you can also review us on Spotify and a bunch of other things. And for those of you who don't know this already, every Thursday at noon Eastern, that's when the show comes out, Savannah and I hang live in the YouTube chat. So if you want to talk to us, come hang with us, watch it as it debuts, and uh, we'll see you then. Do you have I'm, anything? Yeah, I'm going to add a couple caveats. Mm -hmm. um, possibly not live chatting for the next couple weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we have to, yeah, the time zone. We'll have to see how the time zone works. I'm not getting up at 2 a.m. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a 2, but we'll, Isn't we'll see. Isn't it like a 14-hour time difference? Um, I don't remember. Regardless, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to hang out with you guys, even if you're cute. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, two, I believe we're going to have two, two dark weeks. We don't know that yet. We'll, we'll figure that out. Well, I think we will. Okay. So I'm letting you know. If it, it is, happens, it happens. Yeah, it is very possible. But give us a reason not to. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. The reason not to is more and more viewers and listeners share the podcast with people, and then we'll we'll uh, absolutely make you make us a priority. We'll, we'll make you a priority. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're bringing the cameras. Yeah, that's true. 
Maybe we, we can record one, one from Australia. Yeah, do one. Uh, Christmas Day. Absolutely, we got nothing to do. <laughs> anyway, uh, is that everything? Oh, um, you're very pretty. Yeah. Awkward goodbye. This is the part. Do we have theme music? Can we play the theme music while theme I do this? Theme music. Theme, theme music. music. Theme. Okay. Did you find it?